They're the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your calls today. Chat row, Tyler, the moderator, handling the duties there. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blame Mario. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You're now listening to the 12.15 Club. Welcome back to another edition of the 12.15 Club. It is my Ariel here in the mic. Dylan's distracting me. Dylan, can you stop looking at me and making hand motions towards me? What what hand motions? I am not. I don't think it's appropriate for me to say what kind of hand motions. I was waving to you. I was saying, good job, Mario. Way to start it off. What a specific a finger on your hand you were giving me. I like will not binkies. specify. See? Right. Joined by Eric the Big German, Marvin the Prince, and the always unpredictable Dylan the Graphics guy. Always unpredictable implies predictability. Yeah. <laughs> As you can tell, we have a little bit of uh, the sniffles going on. It's, it's gotten cold really quick in the Northeast. Um, so I think we've walked. Caught a little bit of a cold, Eric. Mario definitely caught the cold part of the cold. He's been walking around in like a winter jacket, a parka on, a hat, and he's got a big scarf around. And he's like, it's you forgot about the space heater. That's oh yeah, off. well that's what you've had that all summer. You've had a space heater running all summer. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, listen, we're glad that you're cozy. Hopefully, you brought your little teddy bear to snuggle up with, and uh, yeah, we're all rooting for you. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate the support. Dylan, on the other hand, not going to support me. Can we talk about the space heater for a second? <clears throat> that was the most. He brought a space heater in here in July. Yeah, the middle of July. It's you know cold how hot in, it was this summer. It's cold in the studio. Also, is it's a fire Eric, hazard. Eric, is it not cold in the studio? Don't you have to keep it cold for certain uh, equipment here in the studio? Yeah, Dylan and I. <laughs> yeah, the equipment for the, the heavy machinery. <laughs> um, yeah, no, a studios, control rooms, production facilities are always cold. It's not 60 degrees in here. It's 68, and you act like it's a you know the polar vortex. It's like actually it's objectively lovely, I think. Yeah. I don't and like the cold. Mario, as a, as a man of thickness yourself, I would think you'd be fine with, with it being a, a little chillier. I, I have, yeah, a couple cubes I have, in there. I have shed a bunch of poundage, so maybe... You really had that. to get that out there, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, no, I have. I had to. Yeah. I'm down uh, 30 pounds, just to say. Some, you're hiding it somewhere? You're up like 50. No, I'm yeah, on my uh, way down. That, that sweater is looking a bit snug. Yeah, it's only a double XL. It should be. A, it should be putting on triples. Wait, they don't make them in my size. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that happened last week. Last week, uh, Dan and the guys were in Chicago. Dan uh, was inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame, so we were left behind here in Milford. Uh, Thursday, we got the day off. Uh, Friday was like a maintenance day here in the studio. We all afterwards went out, had some lunch, had a beer or two. Uh, it was a great time, Dylan. Um, it was fun. The main, the maintenance day on Friday, it was like uh, Tyler, the moderator, and Eric Weeks, the camera guy. I just showed up, and they're just literally just burning stuff in the middle of the parking lot already. And it was like, oh, it's one of those days here. Eric? Yeah, there was like 30 pallets that we had kind of just been hoarding. Um, because when we built the studio, the pallets were super integral because everything was constantly moving. It'd be like one day you'd have everything in one corner of their building and all of a sudden you'd have to move everything to the other side of the building within like 20 minutes. So everything was on a pallet and we just kind of kept that going, uh, after the build and Dan uh, wanted to get rid of them. So we were just burning it. It was like, it was pretty wild out there. But, um, and then Dylan and I were just doing, uh, paperwork and that you know, all of a sudden it was like, boom, the fastest the show ever went, I think was yeah, yeah, it was wild. We're just doing boss stuff. 
But it, the show was fun out of uh, Chicago, I thought. We had a couple of little technical things in the morning. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I thought the, the show was really good. They had um, in-studio guests, two in-studio guests in one week. Waddle. Yeah, Waddle, and then we had the Jeopardy guy. Jeopardy guy. Well, so what was that? We haven't had an in-studio guest, by the way, since before COVID, so February of 2020. Correct. I think it was Steve Levy who had come in, and they were just kicking off the XFL okay. at ESPN. Um, what was it, What is it like for you guys, logistically, getting an in-studio guest? Was, was there any like nervousness about it, being that this was the first one, uh, given just what's happened within the last year and a half you know we haven't had anybody really outside of the 13 people that work in the studio day in day out so i would say uh in terms of like nerves there i didn't have any uh but it was the first time that we um were doing an in-studio guest with the control room here and so first time with me as a director so we're just kind of looking at how we could be a little more efficient you know we have less people working on the show than we used to so uh specifically less camera guys so it was like all right well how do we still you know accomplish the same thing with less with less people so um there was just a little bit of kind of shuffling the deck there but um but i wasn't necessarily nervous about it i didn't even think about that i forgot that uh when we did have our last in-studio guest it was all still run out out of la this is the first time yeah it's interesting. Yep. It's an interesting little tidbit there. But it was he. He answered. Uh, he was probably a little nervous, and um, even though he's done thirty something episodes of uh, national TV, it's always just you know you're still nervous when you're new to it. And uh, all of his answers were very short, so it was it was pretty tough to to cut because it was like as soon as you'd think he was going to go on for a second, he would end his statement. So you like cut to a single, and then have to cut right back. We were trying to get graphics in, and um, so it was a little little tough, but. Don't is it being in his position after like doing a bunch of taped episodes of Jeopardy over however long? Does it feel different doing like live TV show than tape? Like if you're in his position, I'm assuming it does, but like it's still the same setup and everything. I would guess that there's two things that make a difference. One is you're not really showing much of your personality in Jeopardy, right? You're just answering factual. You know, it's whether you know it or not. I mean, obviously there's a that small little interview piece that they do. But for the most part, it's just, it's just trivia. And, and second of all, yeah, they can stop down. And, and if you mess something up, you know, start over. And, and obviously I think those two things make it different because uh, this is more about, you know, your personality. Yeah. I would think the same thing. I think it's more, a little bit more ro- like robotic in jeopardy where you just kind of know you're going to, who is, where is, whatever uh, you're going to answer questions here. He has to kind of expound on the questions. It is. Jeopardy is always funny though. When he does ask me, ask you about yourself thing. And everyone's like, I've collected stamps for 30 years. <laughs> That's my fun fact. <laughs> Eric, what kind of role did you play in, uh, the guys going to Chicago was again, our now, you know, not only was it our first in studio guest the week before it was our first trip or our first remote show. Since COVID, well, since the Super Bowl of last year, or 2020? Correct. Yeah, Miami. What was uh, your role in that? Uh, well, so just working with the the venue, figuring out, making sure they could we could accomplish the show, testing with them, making sure we had the right crew there, um, all the travel logistics of the guys' actual travel. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's the first time since I've worked on the show that I didn't travel with them, uh, and I'm coming up on 10 years with them, so... It was a little weird being here while they were gone. Um, you know, back in the AT&T days, I didn't necessarily work on the show every day. I was responsible for more than just DP show. Um, but whenever they traveled, I was that was the thing I was doing. So, um, yeah, it definitely was weird being here with without them here. A little behind the scenes here. 
do you foresee more remote shows going forward for the for the Dan Patrick show? So take the cost to do a show in a studio and the cost to do a show outside of a studio are very different. So, um, you know, I think from a financial perspective, um, it has to make sense. There has to be either a, a sponsorship reason or something like that uh, to travel. There's a, definitely a desire by Dan and the guys to travel. Um, but you know, it's ultimately it is a business, right? And so it has to make sense from that perspective. So I don't think there'll be a ton of like, Hey, let's just go because we want to go. Um, but if there, if there's a sponsorship reason to be there, or if we can find a sponsor to, to pay for what we want to do, then I think we'll definitely be traveling more. Dan's definitely said that, or he, I think he's mentioned it on air that we'll be in LA for the, uh, Super Bowl, right? Correct. Yeah. So I think we're going to have a studio out there. Um, and uh and do the five episodes from there it's tough in la because we're live from 6 a.m to 9 a.m so your crew calls like 4 a.m 3 30 4 a.m and so it's really tough like i mean we've done a lot of shows out of there because of our relationship with direct tv and the studio that was there um but man it makes i mean you're waiting for restaurants to open at four for dinner you know because you're like all right well you start doing the math is all right well if we're done with dinner at seven or get home at eight I got to get up and I'm like a guy who cannot function without a shower in the morning. So I'm like, all right, I got to get up at two so I can have an hour to like wake up and shower and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, LA weeks are tough. What, uh, do you ever kind of like test it a little bit when you've done the shows in LA, you kind of go out a little bit later than you should be, or are you pretty much right on the line? No, I never, I'm not Dylan. Like, Uh yeah, no, I don't. I would never do that either. Yeah. (laughs) It's also like, if you have to be there at three 30, just stay up. Yeah, no. Um, the things that I have to think about are different than the things you have to think about, I, I guess, maybe. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, right. I don't, it's not worth it. Uh, moving on to this week, what kind of went down this week on the show. Uh, we have Big Ben. I thought Big Ben was one of the better interviews we've had in a long time. I know there was another one from last week that stood out to you, Eric. Uh, was it Big Poppy, you said? Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously all the interviews are great. Uh, both, both Big Ben and Big Poppy... Um, brought a lot of energy, which was great. Um, and with Big Ben today, it was kind of funny. He came in, the PR guy had connected the Zoom a few minutes before, and then when Ben sat down, it was like cropped from like his chin to his nose. And he's like, "All right, does this look good?" And uh, and he was like, "I want to be like the guy from uh, Home Improvement that you only see part of his face." Um, and I was like, "All right, this is going to be a good interview because obviously he had he had good energy." Uh, and then Big Poppy, he just he always has like crazy energy. Um, I'm also like a Red Sox fan, and and uh, so yeah, that part was cool too. Um, I didn't tell him that. I probably should have. We should rebook him. We should just for that. Yeah. We should. You should only get him on uh, to tell him that, and then be like, "Oh, the interview's canceled." Like Dan always, he likes to do that. Like yeah. he'll ask like a goofy question and be like, "All right, that's what we that's had what we time wanted. for." Yeah. Uh, except we'll literally I'll just hang up the Zoom. Exactly. Yeah, perfect. That sounds like a good plan. Fritzy, if you're listening, uh, get on that, Marv. Uh, my question is for Eric. So have you ever had a guest that came on and before and you checking them in and they had a lot of energy and really didn't bring it on the interview or vice versa where they were very ho-hum and then, you know, they turned it on as soon as Dan maybe asked them a question or whatever? So just to preface this all, Eric, I don't know if we've discussed this in the past. I'm sure we've brought it up at some point, but Eric's the first person that talks to any Zoom guest that comes on. He makes sure their connection's good, their camera's set up right. We have different graphics. I know exactly where those graphics are going to go relative to where they're framed up on their camera. So Eric's the first person these people come in contact with when they're coming on the show. 
Marva kind of put me on the spot there. I would say for sure. I tried to do that just to buy you some time. I know. Thank you. The sniffle in particular was much appreciated. <laughs> um, I think for at least so Mike Florio, like when he comes on, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when he gets on air, not that he's like, you know, exactly spitting fire, but like today in particular, he was fired up. Yeah, he but was. When I talked to him before, he's like, yep, I look good. Okay, cool. Yep. Okay. We on three minutes. Okay. And then he's like on his phone. Um, so there's a lot of that. Like, all right, you got three minutes and, and then, you know, they kind of just do whatever they want. So Mark, so I was going to say, do you see that with actors where they can turn it on at the drop of a hat? Yeah, so like uh, I remember one time we were in L.A. and Will Ferrell was there and I had been with him for a few minutes. He's pretty quiet. Um, and uh, and we just were sitting and we're waiting for Dan to introduce him. So we're kind of just off set. And, um, you know, he's like, oh, do you have any family? Just like kind of just goofy. And then as soon as as there's a time, he's like, ah, you know, big energy. Um, Tracy Morgan was pretty quiet um, off camera. You know, he's just kind of chilling and then he'll turn it on pretty quick. Oh, a lot of those SNL guys, um, who was, uh, um, the guy that, uh, Fritzy laughed over Is that uh, Bill Hader. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Very quiet in the back. Um, a lot of comedians, frankly, are like that. I think cause they're in, they get in their own heads and so they like don't want to be bothered. I was going to say, I know we were going off down a rabbit hole, but Eric Stone street was good. Like he was like that off camera also. Yeah, that's true. Where, yeah. but you're right. Like all those guys, they're very quiet. It's one of those things. Like if you ever hear stand up comics, like they take up stand up serious. Yeah, they're pretty serious about stand up. Yeah, and so they really don't do much until it's time to really perform. Because maybe it's like, guy, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry guys, Eric did something. <laughs> you can't see it, but sorry. <laughs> yeah, comedians are always it, fired it, up. It's a good thing that we don't have video sometimes in here because yeah. uh, no, that was Huh? Then you'd see Penny walking around. Kind of like an off-shoot question here. I think I'm easily becoming one of Penny's favorite people in the studio. Right? Yeah. You, you think be- so? I think so. I think wrong, she wrong. genuinely likes me. I give her a treat every wrong, single morning. Wrong. Wrong. Eric, you know yes. what I think? I think that you are baiting her with, with Tyler's yeah, it, lunch. <laughs> it's the most transparent thing ever. You just She goes to you. You give her a treat. She has no interest in you as a person. She yesterday, told me that herself. Yesterday, I petted her while she ate breakfast, and you said that was a big step for her. That is true, yeah. She's definitely, she has some food insecurity, so the fact that she let you pet her while she was <laughs> eating, um, it was very sweet. Do you have food insecurity too, Maria? Well, sometimes. Again, <coughs> Tyler's limelight has been stolen. Weeks was in there, in the paint, going hard today. Weeks, uh, Weeks handled it pretty well, I feel, for be, having his... He wears this, like, exoskeleton thing for his guest <laughs> yes, cam. So he's, like, walking around like the Michelin man in the kitchen trying to cook and stuff. So I think it's pretty impressive. Eric? <laughs> the Michelin man. <laughs> um, well, Tyler... I don't know that Tyler knows how to blow his nose. Um, so he just, like... Yikes. Whenever he's sick, he just, like, is constantly, like... Like oh my nose is so but I like I watch his camera all the time and he's he just lets it yeah sit. he just lets it fester in there Uncle Fester but Tyler's a pretty big let it fester guy yeah uh, <laughs> yeah we learned some other things about that <laughs> but um but no Dylan made I mean Dylan did not get the due credit for the matzo ball soup matzo that was a hundred percent I actually Dylan. I have a comment a negative comment about my own work yeah is it about the matzo balls it is about the matzo yeah, balls. how hard rough. they were they're a little dense yeah. i well I, I didn't instead of it makes sense dylan i was like i like tripled and quadrupled the recipes instead of doing and, and one maybe you should have just done one of those in Triple one bunch and i think yeah. i may i think the i think <laughs> so my, i may have mixed the beaker, seven the beakers up a little bit 
But I thought the, the soup itself was good. Yeah. yeah, it was good. I went back and had two bowls of soup, and the second... Well, I had two total. I went back with a second, and I just took up some bread and made the... Yeah. I didn't and have any mozzarella. Also, perfect timing, since we are all we all have a cold, so what's yeah. better than some chicken soup? Well, you didn't yeah, have no mozzarella? With some floating rocks in it. You didn't have no... <laughs> you didn't have no, no mozzarella? I didn't have no mozzarella. I had, <laughs> you ain't got my, no mozzarella? In my second uh, cup of soup, I did yeah. not have mozzarella. Was that how bad of an impression the first one left you with? Well, frankly, it left me with no impression, and so I was like, "Well, I don't need you this." Did, I, I did sift around and find some less, some more fluffy ones. Yeah, you didn't um, let me know about they're that. They're in there. I, well, I wanted them. Oh. I, wanted to, I wanted to salvage my teeth, yeah, so I didn't have yeah. any more. Look, kind of held off. I was slaving away here yesterday, as I do often, and you know what? I, Dan was giving. Uh, so you know, after the show, we were gathered in the uh, trigger area, and Dan was really giving weeks the credit for today's Meet Friday. Weeks Tyler deserves didn't, the credit. Tyler didn't get much credit, and Dylan got no credit. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, you know, it is work, right? So, whatever. Like, yeah, I don't really care for the record. But, um, no, Weeks came through. Tyler, you know, again, you know, couldn't find a tissue and was stuffed up. And, and rightfully so, didn't want to um, risk spreading his his uh, disease, for lack of a better term. Plural, to, probably. To the Danettes. He did so, have his, his mask on, though. Which was he did, yeah, yeah. Very conscious of him. But maybe that's what prevented him from blowing his nose. Right. We can call, but, we can call him the Wambulance, too. Um, Three weeks in a row, though. Tyler, it's kind of his little glory has been stolen from Meat Friday. And really four weeks, because we had nothing no last Friday. week. Yeah, yeah he's really gotten, he's fallen on hard times, that Tyler. <laughs> yeah, but Thanksgiving's coming up. You so. think he's going to go all out for that? Um, I don't. I can't predict the future, especially with Tyler. But I think he should. Are you interested to have a turkey cooked by Tyler? <laughs> I, I I have a prediction. <laughs> Go ahead, Tyler. I have a feeling, and Eric, you're related to Tyler, so you correct me if I'm wrong. I have a feeling that Tyler will. Uh, there will be a lot of sugar applied to a lot of the different dishes in the Thanksgiving sphere because Tyler does like. Things that maybe aren't necessarily traditionally sweet things to have a little bit of sweetness to them. Mar. So that macaroni and cheese. Got sugar in it. Yeah, but a little sweeter than normal. Yeah. All right. So basically, we'll all get diabetes if he gets, Bitters. if he makes, if he makes yams. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ty- I picture Tyler and sweet potatoes. And cranberry sauce. Mac and cheese creme brulee. <laughs> that <laughs> week, come think of it now. So That might be good, actually. So the backroom guys have been planning a little uh, weekend getaway. I think we're gonna go. Don't say it like that. (laughs) Don't say it like that. We're going to the spa. It's exactly what it is. We're gonna 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 take all of Dylan's winnings from his podcast. Yeah, Yeah. it's called negative money, baby. Right now we're gonna have zero dollars. You guys will owe money. I was gonna say we owe money. (laughs) So we're gonna go to Mohegan Sun in two weeks, which is a casino here in Connecticut. That weekend falls on the same weekend as uh, Thanksgiving. What the Thanksgiving meet Friday would be. Right. Well, I guess it depends if uh, historically we've kind of gone back and forth, I think, on whether or not we do Thanksgiving the Friday before or if we do a Thanksgiving on the last show that Wednesday. Um, I lean towards doing it the week before because we're all going to have the same thing the next day. You know, you yeah. have. But and um, everyone wants to like, get out of Dodge kind of on Wednesday. Yeah. Well, they'll still be meet Friday. No. Yeah. But uh, oh, there will be a Wednesday. Yeah. Oh. Okay, never mind. Iverson. But it doesn't have to be quite like as elaborate. Like a full spread. Yeah. With- um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I think you're right. So 
That's interesting. So then, because I have a Friendsgiving that Saturday. Oh, wow. And then we're, we're coming over to your house on, on Sunday, Sunday for Sunday football. And then probably crashing there. You could. Yeah. My wife is uh, is traveling for a month, so we got room. All right. In the, in the master? Yeah. Yeah. I got a twin, so. Nice. Yeah. Is it upstairs? Yeah, that's actually no one's allowed. Yeah. You be- <laughs> I, I, that was a test. If you showed me the upstairs, I was going to burn it down. Right. Right. Dylan, how are you doing in the gambling podcast? What are you? Even I'm down red, to? I'm red hot right now. And by red hot, I mean basically at even. I think Maybe. next week we're going to have Bad Larry. In red. <laughs> we're going to have Bad Larry on next week who's just wiping the floor with you. Yeah, I see this. I think, you know what? I take umbrage with some of that narrative. Bad Larry has definitely. Has definitely Wait, what word did you just say? Dylan, umbrage. facts over feelings. Yes, I agree. He's up 16 units. So you're down two units. I can get, I can get up 16 units. In one day. What till you do it? Really? I'm going to do it this weekend. Okay. I have a parlay that if it hits, it'll win 20 units. And I have p- put all my big bet on the Falcons' money line. So I'm ready to roll. Okay. Or go deeper in the hole, which... What are you guys interested to know about Bad Larry? I mean, obviously, Dylan, you've spoken to him a lot more than me, what? Marvin, and Eric have. But everybody says he's like this crazy character. He, he is. Uh, to be... F- Perfectly honest, I don't really know that much about him. Obviously, we speak every week. We've actually recently started to text each other, like, you know, talk, you know, shoot the breeze. And do you guys have a weekend, uh, a weekend getaway planned as well? I we actually did talk about it on the podcast. You're gonna we're go like, to the Poconos? Yeah, we're gonna go, we're gonna go drink in the Poconos <laughs> together. We uh, we did we have mentioned maybe getting together for a possible uh, yeah to Fuddruckers, um, get booted out of there at some point. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm very curious to have him in our the twelve fifteen club format in our dojo. In our dojo, home away turf. Marv, Dylan and Bad Larry. I think they said they wanted to go toe to toe on who can uh, consume more beers. And the over under, I think, is at like twenty five. Twenty five beers. The over and under. Yeah, and Bad Larry said he's going to handle business. Quick, so that's maybe Bitterness. a... Erroneous. Yeah, that's maybe a bit... What word? Erroneous. All I'll say is this. I've eclipsed the 25 mark in a sitting before, so I'm not worried about How long? That. How long does it take you to do that? Maybe a couple hours. All right, we'll give you three-hour min- maximum. I can do three hours. 25 you beers to, in three hours? to throw me in a wheelbarrow after and wheel me home, though. Fair enough. Eric, you look like... Uh... And we're doing it at how you we're look. doing it at Eric's house. He said we could. Right. The day before his wife gets back. On Thanksgiving Day. Right. Right. Yeah. If you want to have like a drinking challenge, you should have Larry come up when Chad's here. And then we'll yeah. see. Because like, Chad, like Chad took Chad took on the entire neighborhood and, and kicked I ass. think I the trigger guy Tread? Trigger trigger Chad, like he was like What do you mean he kicked like what what was exactly the They were just kinda here? going drink for drink so you could who could stay up the longest and i had to drive my neighbor home in, in his tractor and the other guy <laughs> fell asleep in the basement and chad was talked to me for another hour after that so what time was this i don't know like three o'clock in the morning i think that's all we got this week right anybody have anything to say before we I'm, are done here i'm pretty shot are you you're always shot. i'm not really always shot you're the one who's shot usually eric have a great weekend everybody we'll talk to you monday morning <laughs> 9 a.m to noon peacock Fox Sports Radio, uh, Sirius XM. We changed channels now. 85. We're in 85 instead of 211. Yeah, it's all coming together. Talk to you then. For, for Mutt for, Ariel. For Mutt Ariel, Marvin the Prince, Dylan the Graphics Guy. I'm Eric the Big German. You guys have a great weekend.